What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I'm your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. Two for all. Yeah, and only Josh Barnett. Fuck you know, those other guys. And Trey doesn't really exist, and Eric doesn't ever come on the TV show. But Chuck's usually here, and he's not. He has He has things. Things is one way to put it. He definitely does. Their dedication clearly not as strong as mine, as people will find out throughout this show. Yeah, it's better when you get stranded on a two-man podcast with me when it's video games, but that's okay. True story, true story. You're cutting in and out a little bit. Are we also recording this? We are recording this, yes. Okay, for some reason it wasn't showing that for me. You keep, like, cutting in and out a little bit. Uh, does it say it at the top? This is it say recording. It does not. Nope, there it is. Okay, we are recording. You found it. Yeah, all right. Uh, all this uh, folks to listen to and be upset that we're not cutting it out. Folks, I know it sucks that we're recording on Skype. We hate it too, but we'll be back live at some point. I don't let it go. I, I don't hate it. I miss hanging out with my friends, but, like, I do feel at least there's this option. <laughs> like, you know, it's not... I don't I don't it's completely been, hate it. It's better than nothing, and it doesn't sound as terrible as I thought it was going to, but it, it's all right. It doesn't sound good, but it's all right. It's more the hassle of it and the glitches in audio and Chuck inevitably freezing at some point every week. yeah. Trey muting the entire show when he's trying to mute Chuck. Yeah. Uh, show's not posting for a month? Yeah, no. Oh, Chuck. <laughs> oh, well. All right. It's a weird time, folks. It's a weird time. Well, let's this just our, jump this into it. This is our grievance podcast. Let's get them all out. Air them. Uh, well, I don't know a better way to start off than, hey, who died? And, you know, it's a good time in the world to talk about people dying, so whatever. Uh, sadly passing away over the past, like, month outside of the thousands of people. Um, Joanna Cole. Uh, Tell me about Joanna writer, Cole. She's the writer of The Magic School Bus. Ah. Oh. I never watched or read those stories. Yeah, she was the book author. She so she's the one that originated. I never it was never a thing for me either, but she affected the lives of millions of kids. So good I on think, her. Said I think she was like those stories were just after our time. Yes. Yeah, we were just too old for that by the time they kinda hit, I believe. I also I, didn't have cable. By the time those books started becoming popular, I was already in the ordering scary stories to tell in the dark from the Scholastic Book Club. Yeah, I think I landed, I went from like Berenstain Bears to Goosebumps. (laughs) Can I tell you, there might not have been a better day in school from third to sixth grade than Scholastic Book Day. Not the book fair, but when they handed out the pamphlets, 
I remember they were these brightly colored, stapled, essentially newspapers that you could just look and be like, look at all the fucking books I can order. Holy shit. I can't wait to get scary stories to tell in the dark volume three, the newest goosebumps, this fucking, uh, what is the, uh, really famous book of poems that kids read? It's like super famous. I'm sure if you said that, I'd be like, oh yeah, but right now I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going to the internet. But either way, God, it was exciting for books, man, and not like cool books. School books. Ha! <laughs> not yeah. cool books, but school books. Man, I love that shit. I read like a fiend. I still read a lot, but I read a lot when I was young. I always loaded up on books. I loved the fucking squashed book little pamphlet. And then you get you know, like I said, you got the book fair. I always bought a shit. <laughs> what? Uh, uh who else died? Uh Gr- I, forgive me, I don't really know his last name. Grant Imahara? Ima- uh yeah, Imahara, I guess. Where the yeah, sidewalk I- ends. Shell Silverstein. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Shell Silverstein. Okay. Yeah, Shell Silverstein wrote a shit ton of books. Yeah, I remember where the sidewalk ends specifically. Yeah, internet saved me. Uh, Grant from Mythbusters. Yeah, young dude. Uh, he was young Asian dude that was on there, if you don't know. He had, I think, an aneurysm or something. It was very sudden. He was only in his 40s. He just died. Let me tell you about the fucking most terrifying thing in the world, which is aneurysms, man. There, There's no way to predict them. There's nothing to do against them. No, you just it's- died. My buddy, uh, Robert's, Rob's best friend, one of his best friends, Shakespeare, died of an aneurysm like four or five years ago at this point. Nicest fucking guy in the whole world. Um, just like the genuinely nicest person in the world. And it's just, it's so devastating. It's, this dude was 12 years, like, Grant was like, what, 10 years, 12 years older than me? Yeah. Um, it just it, it your brain is just like screw you you're not gonna do anything anymore and just kind of shuts down. Yeah, man, it's scary, dude. We had a guy die here at the nursery, a truck driver, uh, when I was in middle school. Uh, just he died. Like just from like from an aneurysm. Yeah, he had an aneurysm and it just like burst and like he was dead. Like he was like he said, asked if there was a restroom and. Dad uh, put him in his truck and was going to take him to the bathroom and uh, said, I think I need to go to the hospital. And Dad looked at him and he just face planted like on the dash and he was dead. That's it's terrifying, man. We had when I was uh, closest to that we ever had was when I was in the trucking industry. We had a guy who'd go to sleep in his cab and never wake up. They kept calling him and calling him, trying to get him, like, because the truck was ready to be picked up or whatever. There's a weird callousness to the, the industry when it comes time to figure out what needs to be done with the freight of materials and the dead body. No, yeah, because, I mean, there's somebody's, like, thousands of dollars worth of cargo sitting on there, and in some cases can go bad. And, uh, and, so, and that's what I'm but, saying, like, yeah, I, I'm not saying shame on them. I'm just simply saying, like, it's weird to, like, be the person on the side who can't really focus on the, you know, dead driver. It wasn't my driver. That was somebody I hired to do the load. But um, 
great. Yeah, being the person who's like, cool, so, by the way, do you have another driver? (laughs) It's so weird, and it's just, it kind of puts things, like, into a real perspective, and um, it sucks that we're still having to talk about people passing right now not from COVID. (laughs) Like, I don't want to talk about them dying from COVID, but I certainly don't want to talk about them dying from something else, because I can't imagine having to go through anything else in the middle of all this. It's crazy. Well, more death. Why not? Uh, uh, and, you know, uh, uh, God, why can't I say his name? Uh, Morricone. Morricone? Yeah, Morricone. Uh, that one hurts. Pretty and much like... Tarantino fan. You've got to love him. The most famous uh, Western composer pretty much of all time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his uh, the song "Ecstasy of Gold" is something that Metallica opens almost every single show with. Um, they've done their own version of it in terms of like kind of backing with their music, but it's that like quintessential Western song, kind of in a way, and like it's a really good build up, especially to like a concert where they just start playing that and it goes for like two or three minutes long. And then they finally come out on stage and the crowd like is getting more and more hyped like as it goes on. Um, I think he did what hateful eight and Django and like half of Tarantino stuff. He was also what 90. He was very old. I'm pretty sure it was just natural causes that he died. Yeah. Which is the best way currently to go, I guess. I mean, yeah. Always, really, if anything. Yeah. Um, that one will be, he'll be missed for sure. That's like, I mean, when, when people like that start passing, start going, like, just age-wise, start thinking of, like, Spielberg's getting up there, Lucas is getting up there, um, Roger Deakins is getting up there, people who've been doing the movie business side of things for 40 or 50 years, you start really focusing on, you know, Pacino and De Niro are in their 80s or older. Yeah, they're old, dude. And evidently Mickey Rourke wants to fight De Niro. Uh, Well, De Niro is a little tone deaf, coming out and complaining that COVID is hurting his pocketbook because he's only going to make $7 million this year. I mean... Mickey Rourke doesn't really get to be the moral champion ever. <laughs> Mickey Rourke has probably made $3.52 this year. What's the last thing he was in? Oh, man, I can't. I couldn't even tell you. Not the wrestler. He's done something since then, but I think that's the last thing that mattered. You're cutting out real bad. I didn't hear any of those words. It's on you. It's your fault. Nothing is the answer to that. Nothing. Uh, Iron Man 2, I think, is the most recent movie that I remember seeing Mickey Rourke in. Wasn't The Wrestler after Iron Man 2? No, I'm pretty sure uh, Sin City was his renaissance. It was like his comeback. Then I want to say The Wrestler was 2009. So maybe it's the same year as Iron Man 2? No, it was... Iron Man 2 is 2010. Uh, Wrestler is 2008. Okay. I'm looking now for the last... Was he in A Dame to Kill for? Uh, I don't know. I'm scrolling back to the last thing you would have heard of that he did. 
and I'm still scrolling. Uh, it, it, yes, yeah, Dame to Kill for was the last thing. Yeah, he was in the bar. Like they they focused a little bit on man. Since, what a... I want to read his filmography since 2015. Go for it. I'll tell you to when to stop. And I found something. Skin traffic. Uh, Ashby. War pigs. Which sounds kind of familiar. Uh, no, you're thinking of War Dogs, the movie with. Uh, yeah, I know that one, Jonah Hill. Teller. Yeah. Um, blunt force trauma. Weaponized. Uh, he was in Dice, the Andrew Dice Clay show on Showtime. God. Nightmare Cinema. Tiger. Berlin, I love you. Nightwalk, Adverse, The Legion. That's it. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Off our old Mickey. Good on him for getting back in the news. See? He's got to write because he is definitely not part of the 1% anymore. That's fair. Uh, Carl Reiner. Speaking of old Hollywood, Carl yeah. Reiner passed away. I forgot That's about Carl Reiner. Yeah. I was a big fan of him. Is he Rob's father? Yes. And Rob Reiner is somebody I think of as old as shit, so... He's old and not in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> not to be callous about that, but yeah, true story. I mean, he's not. It just makes you worry about him. Uh, I wouldn't be saying it to be a dick. Call Reiner. It's hard not... As a younger person, it's hard not to think of the Oceans movies. I do really love the oceans, uh, you know, eleven and thirteen and mostly eight. Not bad. They're all good. They're all good. Twelve, 12 is just sucks. It doesn't. It doesn't suck. It's just a step down. Bro, it sucks so bad. It's not good. No, man. It goes it's... eleven, thirteen. Probably watch something else. Twelve. But still enjoyable, and then twelve and eight are right about the same thing for me. I I happen to find eight a significantly more enjoyable movie. Carl yeah, Reiner was a nice. God, I don't remember the jerk at all. Man, it's been a long time since I watched the jerk. Yeah, it's been about twenty years since I've watched the jerk. Oh yeah. God, there's a picture of John Malkovich on this, and he's an ugly man. I hate John Malkovich. <laughs> Pay that man his money. He sucks, man. He just plays the same character in everything. If it's not being John Malkovich, what does it matter? Uh, There was a TV series. Oh, Carl Reiner was in that. Um, like celebrities get together and make uh, the Princess Bride. I didn't realize he had done that. A lot of people were, oh, shit, there's a lot of car chase going on. For real? West L.A. Uh, my, favorite, my favorite question, or my favorite uh, role in Carl Reiner's filmography came in 2019. In Toy Story 4, I didn't know this was the name of the character, he played... 
Carl Reiner Osiris. <laughs> oh, that made me happy. I don't... Him. What a good life he had. How did I not know this? He even reprised the role in Forky Asks a Question on Disney+. Plus. Carl Reiner Osiris. Like, I'm a big fan of Toy Story 4, and that makes me like it infinitely more. Man, I really enjoy Toy Story 4 for what it is. It's my second favorite Toy Story movie. It's my third. One, four, three, and then the very last is always two. You're correct, except for I go one, three, four. Either yeah. one of ours is acceptable. Two is last. Yeah. He was in uh, Ally McBeal. Go little JJ. He played, he played the voice of a studio executive in The Majestic. Man, that movie sucks. It's not good. He he was in Duckman. Yeah, Duckman. <laughs> um, he had an interesting like he's a name that you know, but like not a whole lot that I recognize him from. I mean, probably his biggest was you know Dick Van Dyke and stuff. But like when I look. Oh, he he played uh, the neighbor on the Bernie Mac show for three episodes. And why wouldn't he? He was on Two and a Half Men. He did a lot of TV. Yeah, he did a lot. Yeah, well, well, that leads into trailers, as always, but they will <laughs> all be missed. Uh, TV trailers. Let's just go ahead and start with everything you didn't watch. Uh, first up, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. What do you think Ted Lasso is about? So, clearly, it is about infamous actor Ted McGinley. The man who, by the way, used to be his own specific section on JumpTheShark.com. He was a category in which all shows who included Ted McGinley died within one season. Um, he played Jefferson Darcy on Married with Children, and he has decided that he wanted to reboot Hey Dude from Canadian television slash Nickelodeon in the early 80, or early 90s. So it is uh, Ted McGinley on a dude ranch lassoing up some cattle. I would watch the fuck out of that show. I mean, that sounds amazing. I mean, you're really wrong, but that was awesome. <laughs> uh, Ted Lasso is an Apple TV Plus show coming. So also which, only lasting that, one season. That ser service is getting surprisingly good. They still have managed it poorly, but there's some good shit on there. Uh, um, Ted Lasso stars Jason Sudeikis. Which is a big plus for me. A big step up uh, from he, Ted McGinley. Yes, playing a uh, American football coach, a prominent like old school American football coach with like a Southern accent that gets hired by a um, struggling football team over in the UK that's trying to shake things up and bring a different mentality. So he goes over there knowing nothing about that type of football to coach them. And I realize how that sounds, but the trailer is pretty fucking funny, and I'm really in. But I also am just a sucker for anything with Jason Sudeikis. 
God, it sounds terrible. It really... It's the white savior complex, but instead it's the American savior of international football. Yeah, imperialism. (laughs) We can't win one fucking game in the World Cup unless it's our women. We can't get into the World Cup anymore. This country got so hyped out of getting out of the group stage in second place, by the way. Like, so much so that poor Betty White hated me for the rest of fucking all time because we got so excited that Landon Donovan scored in the last minute against Portugal. Um, and then getting just thrashed in the next game. And yet we're going to take our southern drawl football coach over across the pond to try and save fucking Chelsea. Yeah, they did some fucking toughness over there. Left side! Yes, wrong side. Oh, man. If Wayne Rooney plays Gary Bertier, I am in. Dylan, you watched this trailer. It's funny, man. Uh, Did you see the trailer for The Boys Season 2? I didn't. So here's my thing with The Boys. For some reason, even though I enjoyed Season 1, I don't want to watch Season 2. Um. I don't know why. I'm going to watch it, but I just something about it has not excited me in the slightest. I think I like season one. Don't get me wrong when I say this, but I was like the least hyped out of all of us on season one. I feel like I like I thought it came out right. At, it actually counts for this TV season, but it was right after the other season had ended when it came out. So it's been a while. And we had just finished Umbrella Academy. We had watched Deadly Class. And all that shit, and it just to me it was just wasn't as good as those. It's um, kinda, but I did like. It's kind of rote in a way, like it's kind of just like well tread ground, so to speak. The like oh hardcore superheroes, um, it's R rated and blah blah blah. And like I mean, there was some fun to it, and I think it was just the outlandish nature of it that people like really attached to. I liked it a lot. I didn't love it the way a lot of people did. Um, I thought there were definitely like some pointless characters and stuff like that, and it, it wasn't anywhere near as good as I was expecting it to be, but I like Carl Urban, so that helped. I do like it is not Carl Urban's best role, as our friend Andrew Boone claimed, and I was like, what? I, it's, it's Boone, man. I'm like, friends, you know, friends, strong word. You know, Aomer exists, right? Aomer, uh, literally any other role of his. Uh, Bones, uh, the only role below it might be uh, the Chronicles of Riddick. I don't hate that movie. God, it's bad. No, 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 it's real bad, but I don't hate it. (laughs) I liked Pitch Black and I liked Riddick. I did not like Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, Riddick. Riddick was shockingly good. Yeah. You know why? Because they just made Pitch Black again. They did, and made Katie Sackhoff topless in it. Yeah, which was not a thing that I necessarily knew I wanted to see, and I'm still not entirely sure if it was. But, I mean, she's... She's alright. I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't hate it. 
Umbrella Academy season two. See this one? No, because I didn't see season one. Remember? That's right. You're the worst. God, <laughs> Umbrella Academy is so good. I'm so excited. That comes out in a week. So this show will be out probably like three weeks after the show comes out. Uh, oh, there's so much TV that if I want to get caught up on, I have to watch. And I just don't have the time for it, man. Season one is so good. And season two, following pretty much the formula of the books, they're now in Dallas in the past, around, like think, 11 63 They're kind of revolves around the assassination of JFK and stopping the end of the world all over again. It's great. If you like season one, this is going to look real good because it's just... It's the characters that make that show. Plus, it's really fun, and just they do a really good job of making all the characters stand out. Uh, have you heard of the new Netflix documentary series named Home Game? Home Game? Yes. No. Home Game is a documentary series about... Uh, it goes all over the world and takes a look at, like, native crazy sports that happen, like, only there, or it's prominent only there. And it actually looks insanely interesting. The one in America is roller derby. Okay. I mean, so it's basically, like, not necessarily unknown sports, but maybe less than major sports that are more focused on a region. Kind of, yeah, kind of a mix. Like, one of them is just about where, like, it, I, don't, I don't remember where it's at, but, like, a way of life is, like, uh, free diving. And it's about, like, a guy going for the world record of free diving, which I'm excited just to watch all the underwater shit on that and to watch a guy's lungs almost burst. Um, there's another one where I don't know, like, where any of them are yet, but one of them uh, is, like, this weird type of, like, wrestling but it's almost like performance art wrestling uh when i say wrestling i mean like wwe style wrestling but they're doing performance art pieces with it uh there's one that i would basically i would argue wwe is performance art wrestling i don't know if you know this but Rey mysterio lost an eyeball sir dude it was real bad <laughs> it was real bad that whole show was a shit show man uh it's uh they've never needed live crowds back more than right now uh, they just need to find the one guy who's fucking struck gold with the firefly front uh, funhouse match and use only him yeah they tried it they did this thing with braun Strowman and bray wyatt and it it didn't go as well Ugh. anyway any australian rules football episodes yeah, there's one that's playing, like, rugby slash backyard football, but there's literally no fucking rules. Like, it's just, like, you literally, you, you see a guy just throw a haymaker and knock some motherfucker out in the middle of the game, and it is all legal. I'm like, people must die playing that. I've never been more confused, yet entertained, by drunk 4 a.m. finding Australian rules football on, like, the Ocho, um, and just... Seeing these guys in a circular football field playing some bastardization of rugby and football with no pads, running in circles, and just punting the ball whenever the fuck they feel like it. I don't think anybody knows the rules. It's worse than cricket as far as that's concerned, but it's awesome. They beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they do. I think you're going to enjoy this. Like, do you want, I think you're like, oh man, some of this should look really. Uh, it's Netflix. I. Right. 
Uh, I had Cursed down, but that trailer's pretty good. But that show came out Friday because we delayed the show twice. So we should pro- we'll just talk about the that premiere episode of that. It looks pretty. It looks this looks like the Shinar Chronicles with about ten times the budget. Oh man, the first few episodes of Shinar Chronicles were good. The first two seasons were good, and then they stopped making it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you I'm just said. You you just said cursed, and all I can think of is wanting to get haunting of Blind Manor. Like, give me a trailer at least. Are they? He did confirm it's still on schedule to come out this year. I'll believe it when I fucking see it. You know, Netflix. Netflix won't drop a trailer until like it's out in three weeks. They won't drop a trailer until it's out three weeks ago. They don't drop much trailers. The only thing they advertise like way ahead of time is Stranger Things. That's it. Which I'm surprised. I know they've like had to stop production and everything, but I'm surprised we haven't gotten any teaser or anything. They still are saying this year, right? They are. I don't know if I believe them, but they are. Um, I'm excited for that. I really enjoy Stranger Things. I do, too. Season 3 was awesome. It made, I, season 3 is the best season of that show, I think. It goes 3-1-2. Oh, you're right. And, I mean, when we do the TV awards here in a couple of months, uh, Stranger Things is possibly, I, I think it's a top ten show for me for last year. Yeah, if it wasn't for Magicians, I'd say it'd be pushing for number one. I mean, it's no Magicians. Let's no, I mean, that. really, what, what is? Um, also, the final sh- trailer for TV, uh, Foundation, also coming to Apple uh, TV+. Plus. Um that's in 2021. This is the Asimov show. Yes, um, I did watch this trailer. Um, it is crazy looking. That makes me happy that I have watched three episodes of the first run of shows on the day Apple TV Plus came out and have forgotten to cancel my subscription because I am ready for the foundation. Man, that show looks awesome. It looks like they spent a fortune because they have it. I don't know a whole lot about Asimov. I know it inspired a lot of Star Trek and stuff like that. Um, not to forget, or not to mention iRobot. Hey, I don't hate iRobot. I love iRobot. It's one of Shia's best roles. Um, but this looks really good. Like the cinematography just in the trailer, I was like, holy shit. The effects budget, all of it. It looks like Apple's The Expanse. Yes, I agree. I think that's kind of what they were thinking, too, honestly, because Amazon's going to continue throwing money at the expense. Uh, let's talk about some movie trailers, of which I think you've seen some. I think I've seen all of them. Did Unless... you see the trailer for First Cow? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember the trailer, but I remember saying, Huh? It's about the American dream, Josh. Is it? Is they it still come here? And they get a cow. And they live the dream. Supposedly, it is extremely heartwarming, and it's gotten really good reviews. And we like a twenty-four movies. That we do not... like a twenty-four movies. I don't know about American and Cow or whatever it's called, but. First cow. It is their first cow. First American cow. Got it. 
Project Power, a Netflix joint. This looks like that movie that most people fucking hate, but I found damn enjoyable, Push. Push is awesome. I <laughs> love Push. This reminds me of Push a whole lot. It's like Push meets Limitless. Um, I think this looks cool as shit. I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt for the most part, I feel like. I, like, I want to like him, but I think he's just done stuff in recent years that I'm just like, I don't fucking care about your work. Like, I don't like Dark Knight Rises. I didn't like Looper. I didn't see Premium Rush. Um, what did? I know. But I like him in this role, I think. I like the idea of superpowers via pill. Uh, Jamie Foxx can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned, so I'm pretty much on board. It's his Man. birthday, Evan. Amazing Spider-Man 2 sucks all of the dick. It's his birthday, and it's time that to movie. block the candles. Also, Machine Gun Kelly's in that movie. That's the thing that so doesn't way. make me excited. Oh, man. He's, he's been something else kind of high profile, hasn't he? I mean, aside, aside from the bottom of Eminem's shoes, I'm pretty sure he's been in something else high profile. I mean, probably. Joseph Gordon hadn't done a lot lately. Uh, I never saw Don John. Don John's very good. A lot of people would disagree with me, but me and Trey really liked that movie. You guys really did. Um, they they sold me on the idea that it was going to be this raunchy, like R-rated, all-in movie starring at that point in time the hottest person on the planet, Scarlett Johansson. And then y'all told me there was nothing like that in it, and I was like, "Well, my interest in this movie is dead." No, but she talks dirty to him in a hallway. And so I've heard. It so I've heard. Man, it gets uncomfortable if you're sitting with a bunch of dudes because you will be turned on. I mean, could it be more uncomfortable than the rap scene in Thank You, um... Sorry to Bother You? <laughs> that was unique to us, though. I'm just saying, in general, you will be... That movie, man. That movie was a fucking trip. I still don't think I liked it, but I appreciate it. A hundred percent. There's, like... 50% of that movie that I think is brilliant, which is all of the stuff with David Cross being like Keith Stanfield's voice. Um, and then just like a lot of stuff that I get what they were trying to say. I just don't know that I liked the way they were saying it. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Machine Gun Kelly played Tommy Lee in the movie The Dirt. Yes, he did. I didn't watch it, but I really want to because I love Motley Crue. He is also like a side character in the movie Nerve that me and you went and saw. Yeah, Nerve! That movie was solid. Oh, uh, it was like, that's Kimbo, but with less blood. Everything is Guns of Kimbo with less blood. <laughs> Emma Roberts uh, is all right. I like her. I like her, too. I love King Dave Franco. He was a very minor role in King of Staten Island, evidently. That's it. Man, I like King of Satin Island. I still haven't watched it. I'm going to at some point. I've been we watching all these TV start. shows, man. Yeah. Weird start, great finish. 
Uh, we're not going to talk about the Halloween Kills trailer because it's like 20 seconds. She doesn't want them to go put the fire out. That's true. Because uh, new mutant can kill Michael Myers. That's true. New Mutants trailer. Didn't watch it. That's the only one I didn't watch. It, uh, it, it's a really good trailer. Actually, that movie, if only by the trailers, looks awesome. There is a real, real bad line in it. But is it, overall, is it from three-year-old really Maisie Williams? Because that's how old she was when they fucking started filming? You're not wrong on that part. No, it's from uh, Anna Taylor-Joy, who's playing Magic, and someone says something's magic. She turns around and goes, so am I. It's oh. real bad. It, oh, it's real bad. Oh, the rest of the trailer is real, like legitimately not biased, very good-looking, but I was like, oh, that was super awful. Out of spite, I'm not going to watch that movie. Well, it's never going to come out. So. It's true. Oh, he finally admits it. Oh, they're going to send it to me. I'm loyal. Sorry, it's a, it's a it's it's a it's a two for all. This is where the truth comes out. Nobody is going to listen. Yeah. No, man. It's a, it will happen. I think. So I think we get a release date on Thursday because uh, it's at the Comic Con thing. I do think that they may just finally. I don't think that they were ever going to put it on Hulu or Disney Plus, but I don't think they wanted to. But I think because of COVID, now they're going to. I think uh, it just gives them content. You did just get me real excited because, correct me if I'm wrong, next month is Josh month, right? Next month is the DC big event thing, yeah. Yes, it is. It is Josh month. We're going to get Black Adam news. We're going to get Shazam 2 news. We're going to get a new Wonder Woman trailer, Snyder Cut, uh, Henry Cavill announcement, a Batman trailer. I am in. Plus, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't exist. Whatever the fuck WB Montreal's Batman game is, and whatever the fuck Rocksteady's game is, it's gotta happen. I don't fucking know. I also Snyder Cut might be four hours long today. They said it might be four hours long. He says it the war at the very minimum it's two hundred and seventeen minutes or maybe upwards of four hours. And I was like, God damn you, Snyder. I can't express to you, and I know you already know this, but and let me preface this. I was with you a hundred percent on not necessarily thinking it would never happen, but thinking the people clamoring for it were just annoying by the end. They but are. I am so excited for a four-hour Justice League movie with the stuff that they were supposed to put in, the complete scrapping of that movie, which I still find the original an enjoyable enough movie. Um, I don't hate it. It's not a good movie, but I don't hate it at all. I am so down for this fucking movie. I cannot wait to watch it. And... Keep in mind, I don't hate this movie either, but we remember that he did have full control in Batman versus Superman, and that movie was an absolute shit show. I, the director's cut is better, and I get it, that said a lot, but the director's cut is a genuinely better movie, and I think... It is is a shit show still. It is a jumbled mess. I would say 80 to 85% of that movie, I feel, is actually good. I think a lot of... The, the choices the choices around Lex Luthor were bad the I get what they were trying to do with Martha but I don't know why they did it 
And that's what one of the I mean, and and the Doomsday Doomsday didn't need to be in that movie. I mean, uh, shoehorning death of Superman, uh, the fact that Doomsday looked like a cave troll, uh, there there was a lot. I don't know some real bad just get a decent Doomsday design. Like he's cool looking. Just give him the like rock beard and the spikes and everything else, and like give me something that looks like Doomsday. Um, but I'm so excited for Dark Side slash Dark Seed. Um, I like that. What's his name? Uh, the guy who played Ray Porter is coming out and basically saying, "Hey, listen, if she wants to cast me, awesome. But if Ava DuVernay wants to go somewhere completely different with her New Gods movie, then I'm also all behind that. Mainly because it tells me they're still working on New Gods. I don't believe that at all. I don't I think that, that movie. Holy shit! If it happens, I'm going to be so excited. After reading um, Mr. Miracle last year. I couldn't be more in on a New Gods movie. And I initially was like, why are they doing this? I'm excited because Dark Side, but all of that shit is great. I mean, you know why? The Eternals movie that Marvel's putting out, it's literally the same story. He just didn't I'm get to finish DC. For that too. <laughs> yeah. It's just, both of them fired him, so he kept bouncing back and forth and writing the same story under a different title. But this one's also Tom King, right? Isn't uh, he write it? Uh, yes, the newer one, yeah. Uh, oh, Tom King's awesome. A lot of people don't think so, and I don't know why, because he's awesome. Because they didn't like his Batman run, despite it being, like, the best Batman run in a decade? Yeah, he got me into Batman comics, because uh, <laughs> a lot of the other ones weren't good. See, uh, new, new Batsuit? I don't understand it. <laughs> it's not good. It's not great. I'm going to guess there's a reason for it. It's post-Joker War, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, An American Pickle. Oh, my God. What is with the trailers this week? (laughs) Seth Rogen. Old Jewish Seth Rogen in Depression era falls in pickle brine. And for some reason, they just condemn the building they don't pull his body out they don't empty the warehouse and turn it into something else they just are like well that guy died leave him in the pickle sauce bye lock it up and he fucking wakes up 60 years later because of science and that thing was only like 10 feet deep perfectly preserved in the pickles i don't know why the fall would have killed him before that. I was like, it's not hard to get him out of there. I mean, there's got to be some ridiculously bad explanation to it, but it looks fun only because it's Seth Rogen. Um, it looked hilarious. I laughed out loud several times in this trailer. Uh, the they cured Paul. Or they, the in my time, we had a saying, and him just saying, "Oh, I bet this aged really well." He's like, the man who does not punch secretly has polio arm. (laughs) Fucking gold, man. I'm so in on this. I am in on it. It's the dumbest premise for a movie of all time, but I'm in on it. Polio arm got me. And then then his excitement over Jonas Salk being Jewish. So good, man. Oh, man. In uh, in my continuing love affair with uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, the tax collector, 
I love Shia LaBeouf. I'm a little worried with David Ayer, although I do like the majority of his stuff. Um, this looks everything. Squad. This looks cool, but it's not a good trailer. Like it goes on a little long, and I don't know if it really sells me on the movie as much as Shia LaBeouf sells me on the movie. Like Peanut Butter Falcon is awesome, and like everything he's done in the last, like uh, Honey Boy was great. Like. All that shit. So I just like the redemption story. I genuinely want him to be in Indiana Jones 5 now. <laughs> like, he won't, but I would love for him to find a way to bring him back for the oh, next Transformers. You, God, if they found a way to bring him back for Transformers 6 or whatever, I'd be in. I'm not going to lie. I would be too, man. I'd be okay with that. Uh, I don't know, man. David and the last. I mean, last time we saw him with Shia, we saw Fury, and Fury is arguably Shia's best role. Uh, Fury is what put him back on the right path, for sure. Um, And I like Suicide Squad, despite its flaws. Um, I am intrigued as to whether the Ayer cut ever gets released. (laughs) Um, Because I actually think that movie has a much better chance at being good than Justice League does. I think David Ayer is does awesome stuff and i suicide right. was inexplicably bad i don't understand uh well i mean that's like on record how much wb fucked that movie over they basically reshot the whole damn thing and recut it and like forced in a whole bunch of pointless garbage for no reason and changed the tone like last minute they had no faith in his vision yeah, um, people can say what they want but the netflix movie bright is i love it awesome i love bright I want another Bright. I understand it was Max Landis. I know they're still working on a new one. Uh, Max Landis might be problematic, but Bright itself, perfectly fine. Max Landis kind of sullies the good name of problematic. Yeah, man, for a while I was like, that dude's really cool, and he kind of gets it. And then, like, all this shit started coming out, and I was like, oh, he makes me feel icky. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Shia got legit tatted up for the tax collector. He went super method actor and got all the tattoos for real that his character was supposed to have. I mean, are we surprised? Didn't he knock a tooth out for Fury? Yeah. Yeah, and left it like an exposed nerve on purpose. This is gonna sound like a crazy statement, but I don't know any other way to put it. Um, He's like the more dangerous crazier love child of Daniel Day-Lewis and Tom Cruise. I'm trying to find a way to argue with you, but I can't, so I'm just going to be sure. He's method as shit like Daniel Day-Lewis, and he's willing to literally do anything like Tom Cruise is for the role. I don't. I don't know any other way to play it. Like any other way to say it. Tom Cruise literally learned how to dogfight in a helicopter. Yeah, he's an insane person. There's a mosquito in here. I've just, yeah. I've just learned it with the bugs. Embrace them. All right, final trailer. Uh, we as we've stated, we love A twenty four. What do you think about the Boys State trailer? Oh man. Um, I got halfway through this trailer, unfortunately. I was actually kind of enjoying it for what weirdness it is. Oh, I'm all fucking in. All it's like fucking a boy, in. It's like a political boys camp. 
It's a big deal. Only like uh, one person from each school gets nominated. I actually was nominated for Boys State. I didn't go. Oh, shit. This could have been uh, you, Tim. My sister, what? There's a girl state, too, although it's obviously much less testosterone. There's a girl state. My sister went. Uh, there's a there's a state level one, and then there's a national one. You have to like rank high at your state one. I was invited to the state one, and this is like where all the people that rank high at the state ones go down. Like, I would have been out of my league. Like, it's basically just if you're smart and like and involved in extracurriculars, you can get nominated by your school, and then you get put forth all this other shit. But it is. This this trailer was so fucking intriguing to me. I was like, this is awesome. This is also Apple Plus. This, they're getting a shit ton of content. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm very in on this. It, like, it had nothing but, like, high-ranking review sites, like, giving nothing but praise on it on all the little snippets. I'm excited. I'm just feeling bad now that you accomplished way more in your, your younger years than I did. It's My- all been terrible. From there. <laughs> my, my claim to fame was I made the regional finals in the Blockbuster video game tournament. Yeah, you did. Didn't my do husband. well because I decided to play against the Bulls in NBA Jam Tournament Edition with the Charlotte Hornets. And, uh, Grandmama! Did not do well despite the fact that the Bulls didn't have Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, in original, no, was Larry Johnson still on the Hornets in tournament edition or yeah. was he with the Knicks then? No, he was, he was with the Hornets. It was him, Muggsy and Alonzo. I knew that they were the original squad too, weren't they? They yeah. were for both of them. Okay. Yeah. The creator of NBA Jam finally admitted that the Detroit Pistons are like ranked of like made to be way better than everybody else on the original NBA Jam because he's a huge Detroit Pistons fan. <laughs> Who was even on the Pistons at that time? Well, that was Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars and Bill Lambeer. It was Isaiah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad squad. No, it's the bad boy Pistons. They won two titles. Yeah, it's a, they were good, but he made them, like, crazy good. Or was it? might. I think Thomas was. I think it was those two, and maybe Rodman instead of Lambeer. Can't remember. I don't know. All I know is that somehow with Luke Longley on the team, the Bulls were still unstoppable. Yeah, Luke. Ku coach wouldn't miss, and Pippen was just fucking. He was Michael Jordan in that game. Oh man, NBA Jam was so good. Randy's basketball was real hard to beat. You're not wrong. LeBron's my favorite player of all time, but it's real hard to like just look at the names in the '90s and be like, all the people nowadays like not to sound like the old man or whatever. But like, I don't give a shit about Steph Curry aside from him being a Panthers fan. I don't give a shit about Kevin Durant. I like there are so many Draymond Green can get fucked. Um, like God, I just like I just don't care about the new NBA stars. I don't even know half of them. Uh, Giannis, sure, why not? Like, I get they're really good basketball players, but it's just not the 90s. I like Giannis quite a bit. He's awesome. And he seems like a generally, like, good dude. Wasn't he on Milwaukee? Yeah. You have to, you have to be a genuinely good dude in Milwaukee. I just feel like either that or a horrible trumpeteer. Fear the deer, sir. 
You are you are either the nicest person in the world or the most vile Trump supporter possible in Wisconsin. There's there's two choices there. Did you get more ink done? No, I just am putting lotion on. Okay. I saw you, I, I saw you lubing up the tats, and I was like, oh, more ink. No, uh, I'm not going. First of all, artist broke his arm like a few months ago. Second of all, definitely not going to a tattoo shop during the middle of all this, as much as I want to get more work done. Ah, the COVID. The ruiner of things. <laughs> the destroyer of worlds. That's correct. <laughs> all right, well, we're going to cut it there. And make sure you stay tuned, because we got a lot of news to talk about. Probably not Huey Lewis, because it's just a two-for-all. We didn't invite him this week, so maybe oh, he'll just randomly do it. He can't come out. He's high risk. True. That's why we're not getting Huey Lewis. He he had a heads up, is all I know. Uh, Ow, uh, he, where did he hear that from? Uh, he didn't hear a whole lot from what I hear. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hashtag all that right, joke. Stay- Stay tuned, folks. All right. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us, too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Hello, 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 hello. Josh also sucks.